thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time. Hope you're staying well and uh, healthy. Maybe let the listeners know who you are and what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Kim Beecham. I am the COO or head of operations for Crunchy Hydration. We are a new sparkling herbal water company out of Virginia Beach. And we have created a line of sparkling waters that include adaptogens, nootropics, some with CBD as well, to make a functional beverage that's zero calorie, but good for the brain. We like to call it mindful hydration. Love it. And what would you say have been some of the things that you did kind of like that led you up to this? What type of, uh, what were you like kind of growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the biggest factors is, of course, that the founder of Crunchy Hydration, Megan Riggs, I went to middle high school and college with her. So we've been friends for a very long time. And we both ended up back in this area around the same time. Um, at that point, she was starting the sister company to Crunchy Hydration, Crunchy Carrot, which is a cold press juice business. Um, she wanted to create an additional product that would be more shelf stable with how juice only has that three to five day shelf life. And that's how Crunchy Hydration was born. For me, background wise, I actually studied chemical engineering. Um, I've worked in many different fields, though, since then I've worked in the service industry. I've worked um, over in Spain with a student center helping students learn English, um, kind of jumped around, ended up back here as a project manager. And what's been cool is finding that all those experiences, really everything adds up and being well-rounded helps with a head of operations role because you kind of have to wear a lot of hats in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, that's great. And so what kind of things did you guys do to launch? Like, how did you kind of get the very first customers? Mm-hmm. So Megan started her first production run in April of last year, 2019. I joined in July of 2019. The first push was through something in the water, actually. That was the first place where people were able to taste the beverages. Um, From there, the next few months, we're perfecting our signature recipes to get four that were going to be, you know, our stable products moving forward. And really from there, it's been partnering with local businesses that are already in the food and beverage industry and getting them on board, um, partnering, retailing our stuff for us, and then coming in and doing pop-ups, getting to know their customers, educating on why you should choose crunchy hydration over a soda or over beer or wine um, if it's what you're looking for function-wise in that moment. And talk a little bit about those pop-ups. What type of things are you doing at a pop-up? Do you have kind of a set checklist that you follow? I know a lot of businesses kind of, you know, they'll bring a table or they'll bring a tent. And uh, I'd just be curious to know, like, how do you sort of run those operationally? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we keep it pretty simple. Um, whether it's a restaurant, a yoga studio, climbing gym, um, we usually just have a table set up. Um, our brand is a, revolves a lot around life at the beach and tie-dye and things like that. So we try and make the table 
attractive wise looking like our brand fun and energetic and then really we just like to have all of our flavors there for sampling and info cards on the different flavors and the different ingredients and what they're doing for you um, if you come up to us approach us at the table uh, we'll be more than happy to run you through the full flight of our flavors and tell you about what they're going to do for you um, and that's that's really the gist of it is just getting the chance to sample the product before you buy and learn what function it's going to serve yeah i like that and so what about the retail side of it and the restaurant side of it what's that process like to get the product in the stores or into the restaurants rather um, are you all kind of presenting them with some type of sales sheet? How do you how do you actually um, present you know the product and and what's the like the purchasing process like? Mm -hmm. We have a wholesale deck where we have the four flavors lined out, um, give them a breakdown of the ingredients, give them the price to them, and then the price that we recommend or the minimum price that we require that they then retail it at to their customers. Um, we typically bring with us a sample pack or a sample case, depending on the size of their staff. That way most of their staff has the opportunity to try it as they decide whether it's a good fit for their restaurant and their menu. Um, from there, once they confirm that they're interested in stocking the product, our website, you're able to order as an individual six packs of the different flavors or subscription services, but we offer them then a wholesale account where they gain access to the set of wholesale pricing. Um, so since they're doing the legwork for us of getting the cans to the actual consumer, uh, we do have discounted prices available for them where they can just place the order online once the order is placed, Megan or myself uh, comes in with the delivery. Awesome. And maybe talk a little bit about the initial kind of point of distribution. You mentioned something in the water. That's the something in the water festival, it sounds like. So what, how did you actually, I guess, get that opportunity or like, what did you do to kind of be able to, uh, you know, offer your product there? Um, Something in the Water has a lineup for Virginia Beach or Hampton Roads local companies where they have community sponsors. So it was everywhere from Back Bay, Farmhouse Brewing to Maha Kombucha. Um, lots of different companies were given the opportunity to create a specialty beverage or a specialty food item for the festival to then grow the brand awareness. Um, Pharrell Williams has just been incredible with how he wants that festival to give back to this area and to this community, whether it's educating people in this area about healthy and nutritious options and healthy lifestyle to supporting the local business. So for us, we can our products at Farmhouse, Back Bay Brewing's Farmhouse. So they were lined up for a community sponsorship and we were able to meet the something in the water selection team through that. Um, so that's how that came about. Understood. And so what type of things are you kind of, I guess, on a day to day basis? You know, we are dealing with this coronavirus and, you know, business is kind of changing a lot. Um, how are you kind of adapting to that? Maybe talk to, you know, 
if there's anything that you do from a, I guess, you know, just keeping safe, you know, keeping things safe and just like, how, how has it impacted your business? Mm -hmm. In terms of the 10 person uh, gatherings and things like that, we are a company of only two. Um, so on that end, we're able to function in our day to day kind of clerical tasks like normal. Um, we work from home. And then what's really changing for us is going to be the volume of orders. A lot of our sales come through our retail partnerships with those restaurants and yoga studios. And so seeing them have to close uh, temporarily, um, we're really going to work with them in terms of giving discounted product when they come back and open and making sure that they're in the place they need to be. Um, we do also offer crunchy hydration through um, Neighborhood Harvest, which is a subscription produce service. So they're kind of the opposite end of the spectrum where because of their delivery option, their business is gaining orders over this past week. So we're going to play um, into that and make sure that they're well stocked and that people who want crunchy and can't get it in the stores and locations they typically do will have enough through them and can place orders through them and just see where our products can be offered and make sure that people who need the calm and need the energize um, have access to it and that our retail partners have what they need going forward. Absolutely. And what do you think, I mean, you hit on it with kind of this online and kind of like delivery services maybe break down like how does how do opportunities like that sort of present themselves or like what's it like to work with maybe a delivery service um i guess prior to this and then even now like uh how, how does that typically uh look from an operation standpoint mm -hmm. so since neighborhood harvest is one of our biggest points of sale we keep a lot of our stock there and for what that looks like for me on a weekly basis is we've chosen to keep a large portion of our stock out in Suffolk to make things as easy as possible on them so that's it it's already in their warehouse and they can just pull from the stock that's there for us it means driving from the oceanfront out to Suffolk on a weekly basis but it is it's it's working and it's most convenient for that partnership and we want to see them succeed because with their success comes ours and because their service is incredible. They're doing an amazing job getting fresh, locally grown produce out to the people who want to be eating and consuming on a more healthy scale. Um, in terms of online in general, the I know Taste, for example, is one of our accounts as well, and they're going to be doing online orders, delivery, and pickup. And a lot of the restaurants will be doing that. So they're able to use systems that they already had in place and just scale them up. And I know it's going to be a huge adjustment for them. But again, there a lot of the adjustments in this period are going to come down to taking what you already had in place and using it for a different purpose and making sure that you're able to keep your staff Kind of in line with those changes and supported in those changes because it's going to look different for everyone over the next couple of months than it has in standard procedures yeah totally and what about your kind of product like i, I know you have 
sort of a premium product. So maybe kind of walk through like, um, you know, some of the benefits, um, maybe some of the, you know, ways you go about like pricing it and kind of like how you go about like, I guess, positioning it um, in, in the market. Yeah, so our waters, we have four different signature flavors and they kind of pair off. So we have our common own, those have L-theanine, chamomile, and vitamin D, and then our energize and elevate that pair the L-theanine instead with green tea extract. And so we've named our products so that you know exactly what function you're going to be getting from them. Um, with those herbs that are going into it and the function that you're getting, it's of course going to cost more on the shelf than a LaCroix or a bubbly, you know, just a sparkling water without any of those added benefits. Um, so we've done a lot of market research as well as just deep diving into getting the best possible sourcing on our ingredients at, you know, the, a price where we can still live off of what we're making. Um, really, we want everyone to experience crunchy and the benefits that it can give you so it is important to us to keep that price point low and attainable for any consumer who wants to have crunchy um, we then have the ohm and elevate have cbd added so we've worked hard to keep it lower than the average cbd beverage um, with that we've done a lower dosage uh, typically drinks you're going to see in the 20 to 25 milligram per 12 ounce serving range. Ours is at 15 um, and it's because it's a, a sparkling water. So we know people are often, especially in the summertime, going to be drinking more than one at a time. So it really keeps the dosage at, you know, an appropriate level and then B to keep, to keep the price down that way. If you do want to see the effects of CBD and it's, ability to relieve anxiety and relieve muscle pain, um, that it's an accessible product for everyone. Yeah, fantastic. Do, do you have any like mentors or do you have anyone that you go to to get advice to kind of, you know, maybe someone that's already been in the food industry or beverage industry? Like how do you kind of, uh, I guess, grow your, uh, grow your experience there? Mm -hmm. I think we have two very important mentors at the moment. Um, the owner of Back Bay Farmhouse Brewing, where we do the production, um, he has definitely come alongside us and helped with not only the local market and introducing us to people, um, but also just how to brand a product, how to scale a product. Um, and those have been very important lessons. And so his focus with us has been work on that organic growth, but still push yourself. So don't be complacent when you get your product in at taste. Yes, that's 10 locations, but that's only one account still. So make sure you're going out regularly, meeting new people, meeting the people you need to meet and focusing in on that. Um, from that perspective as well, as you're growing and getting more accounts, growing your social media presence. It's, I know it's said all the time, but it is truly important at this point in time that people recognize your product because consumers want to feel that security that they're not the only ones, you know, that other people have seen the effect of these products, that these products are trustworthy and their ingredients are sourced correctly, their labels are correct and they're 
products do what they say they will do. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, our second mentor, he worked with Coca-Cola for 13 years. So he's helped in terms of thinking larger scale and kind of preparing us for steps of when we'll be able to move past local and international distribution. Um, so having both of those different backgrounds of a national company versus a local company has definitely helped to see them interact with each other even and hear their different perspectives. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, this has been good. I appreciate you for coming on and kind of sharing uh, your experience and what you're working on. Uh, where can the listeners follow you and connect with you? Absolutely. Our primary source is going to be through Instagram. So follow us at Crunchy Hydration. Uh, we also do have our Facebook page. It ties in heavily with our Instagram and we'll have events posted there when things kind of return to life as normal. Um, to find our product, our website, www.crunchyhydration.com, has all of the physical locations listed and they're broken down by city to make it easy for you to find. Um, but you can also order online either at a six pack level or set up a subscription where you're getting 30 cans every 30 days. Love that. Well, thank you so much. And thank you. It's been fun.